Hey, this is Alex from Wolf of the Door Studios, and uh, I'm the creator of the very worst thing that could possibly happen. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you needed to just disappear and start over? Um, Because if there was a company that could help me do that, I'd think about it. That's the premise of a really fun show called The Amelia Project. If you get a chance, pop on over there and take a listen. We're going to have a teaser at the end of the episode so you can get a sense of the vibe of the show. It's big, it's broad, it's funny, and I just love this premise of being able to uh, get some help disappearing from any of a number of really sticky situations. So do yourself a favor, check out The Amelia Project on Fable and Folly Network. And meanwhile, uh, enjoy the show. Thanks so much. Hey. Hey. Hey, you here? What? Who's that? It's me, Wu Liang. My shift is over. You got to go. Uh, I fell asleep. Time to leave. Now. Okay, okay. I just... Let me grab my stuff. Out, 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 out. My boss come. Morning time. Right, okay. Okay. I'm good. Let's go. Elevator? Yeah. How long was I in there? What? My phone is dead. How long have I been here? One week. What the fuck? One week. Long time. You go home. Eat. Yeah. I'm starving. Mr. Meek starving too. He said bring him food. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, sure. Building inspectors come this week. Everyone very busy. No come before Saturday. Okay? Okay, okay. I'll see you Saturday. Wait, what day is it? Go home and get some food from Mr. Ming. He pissed off. Fucking stink. Your mouth is open wide. The lover is inside. And when the tunnel's done, collided with the sun. You're staring at the sun. You're standing in the sea. Your body's over me. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Part 4 Hey, Ming. Ming! I'm home! You look like shit. You're no Brad Pitt either, buddy. You look thin. Yeah, so I'm told. Smells good. What'd you get? Duck noodles. Want some? I'm starving, but that's not on the menu. You shouldn't be so picky. Eh, I keep it natural. What did you think? Of? Of Sarah. Did you hear her? Yes. And? What am I supposed to do, Ming? My whole life, 
I've been fucking empty. I've been completely hollow. I knew it. I always knew it. When I was a kid, I'd have spray paint and a fucking paper bag to get high because this life is not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. But then I read Sada's book. That book, that fucking book is... <laughs> it's not even that good. But at least I knew there was someone out there like me who knew that life is a fucking fake. It's just a replica of what we think we want. That's a little bleak, Raul. It's not that bad. Isn't it? The only person I feel any connection to is dead. She's dead, Snake. She died 30 years ago. 30 years is no big deal. We can totally handle that. I'm hungry. No, 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 no. I am not going through that again. I have to eat, just like you and literally every other living creature ever. Oh, fuck. Okay. There are three things you need to do, okay? One, get me some food. Two, write Sarah another letter. Three, we're going on a trip. We're going on a what? In that order. Food, letter, trip. I don't like taking orders. It's not orders, you idiot. It's a recipe. If you want to make a dish that tastes good, you follow the recipe. If you want to eat shit, then do it your way. Recipe for what? What the fuck are we doing? We're fixing something that's broken. What's broken? You know. No. No, I fucking don't. Yes, you know. Think, what's broken? Everything. Everything is broken. Exactly. Dear Rao. Well, well, well. What happened to our little world? Just a few days ago, it seemed like the same ordinary place I've always lived. My life was a simple cycle. Go to work, go to bed. Get up and lie down. No, no. It's really spring now. I can feel it. Even in the mornings, the warmth in the air is more durable. Those first warm days are just a trick. Then the cold rain comes. Is this a trick too? I feel powerful and free and sure of myself for maybe the first time. But will it last? Is it durable? Snakes, lizards, good quality. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hey, it's the mouse guy. Yeah, it's me. And you were right. I should have bought more than one. Live and learn. Yes, so. So you need another mouse? Yep. Snake's hungry. The talking snake? Yeah. Well, let's get him some dinner. 
变色龙。哎，你有变色龙吗？嗯，有很多变色龙。I gotta deal with this. Just uh, go in the storeroom over there. Look on the right. Sure. So there are three types of geckos. I mean, there's a lot more than that, but basically you got three types. 萨达 ，Is this happening to you as well? Does your world keep changing? I could tell things were slipping again. Liminality, it's called. Standing on a threshold. <laughs> But I just walked right through the fucking door like an idiot. Which is when I knocked into the armored chestplate and the steel sword. At last, here it is. The steel chestplate of Grunderbell, and behold, the blade of six chastenings uh, held the by fuck? Soren the Green Who is during that? the final battle for Alivix. Oh wait, that's me. Why am I talking like that? Dwarf Mountain. I uh, I I don't see any mice. They're in the back. It's it's pretty dark in here. There's a torch on the wall. A torch? A torch. Yeah. You could feel the danger in the stillness, like the cold breath of a ghost dragon on your neck. I spied a torch on the wall and lit it with my flint and tinder. The dark, a ghost with ragged robes, conspires to shake my iron will. Does it speak? It does, in whisper slow. It brushed against my boots and spilled. Okay. Oh, okay, buddy. Uh, that's enough. We are travelers on a dangerous road, my friend. If you say so, I am just looking for a mouse. What, What was, was that? that? Over there, on the right. Ah, oh, it sounds big, bigger than a mouse. It could be a dire mouse. A dire mouse? I, they're the red-eyed bane of the crypts in these parts. They feast on the bodies of the dead and feed on their. And their power. That's the dumbest fucking. Holy shit! Die, you evil! Shut, 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 shut the fuck up! Don't just go running in there. That thing is the size of an Escalade. We need a plan. Peering around the corner, I could see its red eyes glinting the torch's light. It was a giant mouse, like fucking huge, and not a cute mouse. Nope. This was definitely a mouse that had been through some shit and had some like emotional scars. It, it was mangy and had half an ear missing, and a long leathery tail that swished back and forth. It, it was a very menacing switch. I have a plan. We attack that damnable demon and send him back to the underworld from whence he spawned. Okay, okay, okay. But he looks pretty fucking. Sturdy, you know. We need an edge. I have an edge. The blade of the six chastenings. Give me the torch. Good idea. You hold the torch. I'll do the fighting. Okay, great. But just hold on one sec. I'm pretty sure mice don't like to be on fire. Okay, okay. He's on fire. Are you, buddy? You burned him. Well, yeah, alive, but that's so, so horrible. What? Oh, come on! It's a coward's death. Is this who we are? The gods will damn us, dude. Don't overthink it. It's a giant man-eating rat, and it's on fire. You're right. Okay, here we go. Victory or death. 
all over pretty quickly after that. Raul the Triumphant trotted in there with his fancy sword and killed the mouse. I mean, the mouse was just running in circles trying to find the source of the fire situation, so it didn't put up much of a fight. We cut a big fat snake off him. For this snake, of course. I mean, that's why we were here, right? It was a fierce battle, brother. They will sing of us. Maybe. Probably not. I'd go into hell's ass with you any time. Yeah, I'm good. But keep the sword and the armor. It's more you, I think. You're very kind. I do look good, don't I? Stunning, very manly. And all that mouse blood really completes the picture. Yeah, he blood a lot. Wasn't really expecting that. Look, I'm going outside. You stay here and make sure no giant mice get through, okay? Good idea. Great! You're the last line of defense. Stay frosty. And the unnamed traveler who had given me such succor faded into the horizon. A lonely warrior in the search of the next injustice he might correct. Okay, here you go. Tell your nephew happy birthday. You're back. What's that? Mouse steak. Oh. You found one of the big ones? Uh, yeah. There's some paper over there if you want to wrap it up. Looks juicy. Uh, Sarah, what about peaches? What? Come here. What about this? Nectarines. They're not nectarines, they're peaches. Those are nectarines. Oh non, putain, c'est lui. Oh, my ex, Jean. Him? Oh, he's cute. S stay down. Oh. He looks like he's on a mission. Why does he have that typewriter case? He does look quite serious, doesn't he? Something's going on. Who's that? Who? I can't see. The man who he's meeting. At that little cafe over there. The black guy with the sunglasses. I think... I think it's Trotsky. Who's Trotsky? That's not his real name. He's a waiter at a restaurant my dad goes to all the time. Why would he know Jean? Okay, they just left the typewriter and they're walking away fast. Why would they do that? I, I have no idea. The man you were engaged to is a spy? You're not surprised? I don't believe that for a second. Sarah, I am so sorry about the bombing. I hope that you're recovering quickly. From what I've read, you only mentioned this incident in passing, so I never gave it much thought. But it must have been terrifying. And I had no idea your ex was involved. What's his name? Oh, right. You wouldn't say his name after this. You just called him the ghost. Well, clearly the ghost is making bombs for the Red Hand. 
I did some digging, and it seems like he was recruited by the Gauls intelligence agency for a false flag operation called the Red Hand. It was some off-the-book squad that was supposed to raise public sympathy for squashing the rebellion in Algiers by terrorizing French citizens and blaming the National Liberation Front. I guess your Ken Law boyfriend was more interesting than you thought, even if he was a total piece of shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I'm in the three-cornered room a lot these days. I tried to find I, the woman who put me to sleep, but I got nowhere. According to the woman at Madame Sengs, she's in Kazakhstan. But what the hell am I supposed to do with that? I've lost a lot of weight. I drink milkshakes every day, but it doesn't help. When I was a kid, one night, me and my parents and our neighbors all went to see a movie. We had to squeeze into the back of the pickup truck. I was so squished, and I didn't want to go in the first place, so I was super pissed off. I always remember that night, because I never fit. Like space and time were squeezing, pushing in on me a skinny teenager in the back of an overcrowded pickup. I'm gonna talk to Kate at the mailroom. She might know what I'm supposed to do. I wish I could be there with you. I'd bring you flowers for your hospital room and read you books while you doze off. Yours, Raul. the milkshake it's pretty good it looks fucking delicious oh no you're not hungry, hungry. yes wow well, i'm starving we've been in this stupid corner for almost a week straight every time i try to get you food it's a shit show well if i die of starvation that's not gonna be great for you either is that a threat you're standing in a tear in the fucking fabric of time and you have no idea how to fix it i do so maybe be nice it's all. It's not my fault time is broken. How we got here is not the point, Wawu. Life will always get weird and we can control what? Like 0.0001% of what happens, but how you handle it, that matters. Okay, well, I'm open to suggestions. Good, because it's time to get moving. Look at this mess. You're hiding out in an unfinished skyscraper listening to a fucking drainpipe hoping to hear the tiniest little scrap of Sarah's life. Not your proudest moment. And this is my fault? No, but it is your problem. Don't worry, I've got a plan. But can we go back to your apartment? I hate this place. I'm scared of heights and it really freaks me out. Fine. Let's go. It was a delivery guy. What? The accident. The thing that broke time? It was a delivery guy. You don't say. It's kind of funny, actually. You know those carts delivery guys use in the warehouse? Well, one guy was wheeling a cart one way and someone else was wheeling the other way. And then they weren't really paying attention, so yeah, they crashed and smashed your life into Sarah's. Okay, that's total bullshit. I don't believe you. 
fine with me? There's no way. Whatever you say, Raul. It's complete fabrication. You know best. Are you serious? Sucker! <laughs> you are such a dick. Oh, lighten up. And when you get me a mouse, that sad look on your face is making me even hungrier. Fine. Fine. I'll drop you off at my place, but then I'm going to go talk to Kate. Then I'll go get you some food. Okay, fine. 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 This is getting out of hand. I know. It's so stupid. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, China's not going to be all like, oh yeah, keep Hong Kong, that's cool. Probably not. Oh shit, what time is it? Uh, four. Okay, there's time. I have to go grab Mr. Wu. I'll see you back here at eight. What? Ming didn't tell you? The train will be here at eight. Don't be late. Vinny, what the fuck? Eight o'clock, don't punch it, bro. Is that a rat? Why, hello, rat. Oh, yeah, come here, little rat friend. I'm not gonna hurt you. bomb went off, Jean and Trotsky had just left. I saw them leave the typewriter case sitting under the cafe table. Claire and I were hiding behind the side of a building, watching them, so we were protected from the blast. I had a couple of scrapes from falling on the ground. Claire was behind me, so she was fine. And she sprang into action, trying to help the people in the square. It was... it was worse than I thought. I mean, you hear about these things, and sometimes you see pictures, but the sound, the sound of so many people in pain, it's overwhelming. I followed Claire into the smoke and rubble in the little square. All the merchants' carts were blown over and smashed, some of them on fire. A car parked near the cafe was smoking, and then it exploded too. I saw a man lying on the ground. Little bits of typewriter keys stuck into his chest and face. And there were more typewriter keys and levers and gears scattered around, bent and burned among the wreckage. We stayed for a while until the ambulances came, tying loose fabric onto wounded legs and arms, telling total strangers that everything would be okay. Which is ridiculous because we had no idea if everything would be okay or not. Or I don't know. Maybe Claire did. I certainly had no clue. After an hour or so, Claire and I just walked away. There was nothing more we could do. 
We bought a bottle of wine and went back to her flat. Exhausted, but wound up so tight and still afraid, I think. Afraid that another bomb could go off at any second. Do you want to take a bath? Oh, I need a bath. That sounds great, actually. But I don't have any clothes. You can wear something of mine. We're almost the same size. No, we're not. Look at me. I've been getting so fat since I met you. My boobs are huge now. <laughs> I know. It's sexy. Stop. I have something you can wear, I'm sure. Okay, thank you. Of course. Open that wine, will you? Do you mind if I use your phone? Go ahead. Hello, Cloutier Residence. Papa, it's me. Oh, hello. How are you, my little flower? Papa, there was a bombing. What? I'm fine, I'm fine. But I wanted to let you know. At the market on Rue Champollion, you know, by the Sorbonne. That's terrible. Are you hurt? No, no, I'm okay. Yes, a lot. Oh, my sweet, c'est horrible. Papa, I think Jean was involved. What? What are you talking about? I saw him there. He had a typewriter case and he was meeting another man. Impossible. He was meeting another man and then they both left, but they didn't take the typewriter. Were you following him, Sarah? No, uh, I was just there at the market with a friend and we saw him. Sarah is just a paper pusher. He's a bureaucrat. There's no way he's involved in anything that exciting. So you didn't like him? You liked him. <laughs> and he's very even, very stable. Uh, that was enough for me. And he's not a communist. Uh, well, of course, I would have brought that up. But like you said, he isn't exciting enough to be a communist. So he's definitely not a spy or provocateur. I have to go, Papa. I love you. I'll cook you tomorrow, okay? You sure you're okay? I'm fine, I promise. Let's have lunch tomorrow, can you? Of course. One o'clock. See you then. I love you, Sarah. I'm glad you're okay. Love you too. Are you still in the top? Yes, it's helping. Come. My dad. That's who I called, if you were wondering. I was, but it's not my business. <laughs> what is your business? With me, I mean. What are you doing with me? Right now, I'm telling you to get in the top. Oh, come on. <sighs> not now, Sarah, not now. Get in. Fine. Okay, okay. Jean was doing. Oh, don't use his name. What do we call him then? He's just the past now. He's a ghost of something. The ghost. What was the ghost doing blowing up a market on Avenue de Sex? I don't know. He's so normal. I cannot believe he had anything to do with that bomb. But that's where the explosion came from. You saw it. I don't know. 
I don't know what I saw. We were pretty far away, right? He was carrying a heavy portable typewriter, yes? Yes. And he sat down with that other guy, the cool black guy with the shades, Trotsky. Yeah. And then they both got up and left. And neither one of them was carrying a typewriter, right? And then the explosion. And then the explosion. And there were little bits of typewriter stuck in all the wounds. That man's arm, that child's leg, he had the shift key stuck in his leg. Et je sais même pas qu'on survive. But you didn't really know him, did you? Not at all. Hmm. Sad, isn't it? I guess. And I don't know you either. Well, that's a different story. Because you shouldn't even be here, right? You're a spy. Sarah, no. Yes. I am on a mission, but I'm not a spy. I'm what they call a candle. A candle? Yes. One little light in the dark. And my mission, I have to put you to sleep. Then we have to go on a trip. Do you like to travel? God, these riddles, Claire. Where? Where are we supposed to go? It's east of here. Do you prefer planes or trains, do you think? I prefer to know what you're doing to me. Put me to sleep. What does that mean? It means that your dreams can help solve the problem you're all tangled up in. I don't believe that. Shouldn't we think? Shouldn't you be helping me to think, to be clever, to find some incredibly smart strategic way out of this mess? Can I tell you a story? Sure. There was a time I needed to find a woman. It was a small city in northern China, and by small, I mean about a million people. I had nothing to go on but a first name and her age and some idea of her background. She was in her 50s, married, two kids, didn't work. It was an impossible assignment. This is what you do? Find people? It's part of it. Now listen. I had been in the town for four months looking for her, and nothing. It seemed hopeless. I tried all my usual tricks and techniques, but nothing. I was lonely, I was frustrated, I was far from home, so naturally I wanted to have some fun, right? I'd become friendly with a guy who worked at a noodle shop, and he invited me to see a band. We stayed out all night with his stupid friends, God, they were so annoying. And finally, ended up getting hamburgers at some American place at three in the morning. And there she was, behind the counter with a name tag on and everything. So what did you do? Oh, that doesn't matter. The point is, trying to find her wasn't working, but just living, just being, that got me to the target. The needle in the haystack. One in a million. Huh. I really like hamburgers now. Because of that. Planes. What? I prefer planes to trains. Faster, more modern. A plane it is then. Oh, I'm turning into a raisin. Should we get out? Should I even ask? A plane to wear? Oh, no, look at my toes. 
I'm an old woman. Please don't be invasive. We're going to meet Raoul. That's not possible. It is. But it means we have to meet him in the middle. In the middle? Yes. Which is where exactly? Kazakhstan. You enjoy being this opaque, don't you? You have a cruel streak. And wrinkly toes. And very wrinkly toes. The very worst thing that could possibly happen is written and directed by Alex Kemp, starring Antonia Desplat as Sarah, Isaac Gonzalez Rossi as Raul, and Yvette Liu as Claire. This episode also features performances by Francois Guettari and Kai Chen, with Chris Wu, James Taku Lung, and Brian Yang. The show is produced by Chica Barbosa. Engineer and sound designer is Bo Milkis. Our intimacy coordinator was Denise Kamalo, the sensitivity reader, Sarah Clark. Music is by Alex Kemp, except for the Raoul the Triumphant sequence, which was composed by my brother, Chris Kemp. Thanks, Chris. Production coordinators are Kendra McDonald and Louise Nett. Consulting producers, Camilo Garzon, and Federico Torado. The executive producers are Winnie Kemp and Alex Kemp. The show is recorded and mixed at Wolf of the Door Studios in Venice, California. To find out more about the show and our other shows, look for us on Instagram or Twitter at WATD Studios. You can also sign up for our mailing list and find out some more information at our website, WLFDR.com. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia Project. A new life awaits. If you're not serious about this, hang up. If you continue, there's no way back. Leave your message after the beep. Enter the offices of the Amelia Project and be ready for surprises, twists and turns. Follow the Amelia team as they help their clients fake their deaths and come back with new identities. Each episode is different. Each client coming to the death-faking agency has a unique story to tell. If death and disappearances, comedy and crime, mystery and magic sounds like your cup of... Coco, the Amelia Project is the podcast for you. Search for The Amelia Project wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, leave your message after the beep. <laughs>